No, it's Mick at Night. Welcome to the inaugural Mick at Night podcast. It is officially episode one. We're coming to you from the Mickelson Library at Augustana University in the lovely and cold this time of year, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm Anna Olivier, cataloger, government documents librarian. And I am Craig Johnson, the media librarian. And we've created this podcast to keep you updated on all things happening here at the Mickelson Library and also to share some fun tips, resources, and useful information with you. We are very excited about tonight's episode. Uh, We're going to start it off by talking about the Mickelson Madness book battle with Lisa Brunick from our library. Um, And that starts it off in the What's Happening at the Library segment. Then we have a spotlight story about everything that Siouxland Library has to offer the Augustana community. Um, And Anna and I have an interview with Jerry Light from the Ronning branch of Siouxland about how we partner together to give Augie students, staff, and faculty access to their services and uh, what they do for the Sioux Falls community in general. Then for the final part of our podcast, uh, we're going to talk about some resources that will help you decide what to read next. And here we go into the What's Happening at the Library section. And next up on the podcast tonight is our very own Lisa Brunick, the Mickelson Library Reference and Instruction Librarian. And she's going to share with us tonight about the Mickelson Madness book battle. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Okay, so Lisa, tell us about the book battle. The book battle is one of the ways that the library celebrates reading, and it combines two of my passions reading, and NCAA March Madness. Um, So we started this around um, 2015, and it's set up similar to March Madness. We have 64 books that battle to be crowned the grand champion. So how did you pick these books? So each year we ask students to recommend books. Um, We do that through when we meet with classes. We have links on our website. We have um, suggestion forms at the main desk of the library. And we collect those through the fall semester. And then in January, we go through them and look at which books have been um, recommended the most. And then we break them out down into regions, similar to what they do for the final four. So what were the categories this year? Um, The categories this year, um, it's a little bit different. So we took one category, and it is um, books that inspire you, and then books that make you think. So there's eight of each of those. And then books you want to read again, and books that you want to read. Books that made you cry, and books that made you laugh. And books that remind you of home, or books that reminded or took you to faraway places. So how do students get involved? How, how do they sign up for the, the book battle? So we've finished our first um, opportunity to participate, which is filling out a bracket. So it, for those students who have done this before with their friends for March Madness, 
um, you have the 64 teams listed and you go through and you guess who's going to win every game all the way till you've declared your grand champion. So those have all been turned in and we will start voting on February 26th. It's the first round of games. Anybody's eligible to vote. It is only one vote per email. So this isn't Chicago. It's not vote early and vote often. Um, and so at the end of the four days of voting, we'll look at which books got the most votes and they will move on to the next round and the other ones will return to the shelves. Excellent. So students vote online? Yes, you can vote online. There will be a link on the library's website or you can stop by the library and fill out a print ballot and turn it in. And then we announce the winners and then we start the next round. So there are six opportunities to vote. So I know there are prizes involved. Is there just one big grand prize at the end or are there multiple prizes? Oh no, the library loves prizes and we love to celebrate. So we have a prize at the end of each round for the person that has the best bracket, meaning they had the highest percentage right for their guesses based on the actual votes that books got. And then we have a prize for the second round or for the second place bracket. And then for voting, we randomly select three names and they come in and pick out a prize as well. So we have Amazon gift cards and Oli bobbleheads and some books and coupons to our book sale. And it's a lot of fun. That Oli bobblehead sounds like a yeah, good prize. Awesome. It is awesome. I have one <laughs> in, my, in my office and everybody likes it. What books have won in the past? Well, in 2015, the first year that we um, had the book battle, Harry Potter was the winner. It beat out To Kill a Mockingbird. In 2016, the winner was Lord of the Rings. And in 2017, it was 1984. Unfortunately for some students and players, um, when books reach the final four in any year, they're retired because the battle is so overwhelming and tiring that they, they just can't take on another year. So they need some recovery time. Yeah. They need some recovery time. And so the um, 12 books so far that have made it to the final four have been retired so they don't reappear in the next year's um, bracket. And so if a student is interested in reading some of the books that we have uh, on the book uh, battle, um, can they check them out here in the library? They can. Um, we have a great display right by the main desk in the library of the books that are in the battle. Um, happy to know that we have several that are checked out right now, but you can see what's available. We also have a link on the library website if you click on the book battle image. Um, with a list of the books and their call numbers and a link. So you can click on that link to just even see if it's available. So, and you can always put a hold on it if it's checked out and then you'll be contacted when it comes back in. Great, and what is the, is there a specific website that the book battle is on or is it just the library.augie.edu website? You can go to the main site and there's um, a great image of two books battling with a bracket behind them. Or you can go to library.augie.edu slash book dash battle. And we also have print ballots that students can right. fill out at yep. the desk as well, the main desk. And also, as these 
battles go on, there's a big poster of the book battle right when you walk in the library. So if you want to see who beat out who in the last battles, you can certainly check there and look. And then when the book battle finishes, there's a grand prize, correct? Which is? This year it is an 8-inch Kindle Fire HD. Very nice. Very cool. So that goes to the person that has the best bracket overall after all six rounds are completed. Um, The person who had the highest percentage correct guessing. So if you know your friends have filled out a bracket, you could help them out by voting for the books that they selected for their bracket. Um, So if you filled out a bracket, you should invite your friends to vote and help you out. And they could also win a prize. It's like a win-win. It's a win-win. Win-win-win-win. So when does the whole challenge uh, wrap up? Um, We have it timed so that it wraps up on April 11th, which is during National Library Week. And so we will announce the winning book and the grand prize winner on that day. And um, it's also the beginning of the library book sale. So we coincide with that. So we have all kinds of celebrations that week. That's great. So if you're listening out there, and even if you didn't fill out a bracket, still take the time to fill out some ballots and vote for your favorite books, and you still have a chance to win some awesome prizes. And yeah, it's a great, a great thing. Every vote counts, and you might just be the one vote that, that upsets the entire bracket. That's right. You could be a bracket buster. Lisa, thank you for being on the podcast today and letting the, the Augustana community know about the Mickelson Madness book battle and how they can get involved. You're welcome. I hope everybody joins in. It's a great time and it's lots of fun. All right, we're ready for the spotlight story of the podcast. Here today we have Jerry Light, who is going to tell us some information about Siouxland Libraries and how Augie students and staff and faculty can get access to some of their services. So welcome, Jerry. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You bet. So my name is Jerry Light, and I graduated from Augustana College in 2006 um, with my bachelor's in communications, sociology, and a minor, minor in gender studies. Um, after working in the nonprofit, I made the leap over to the library world. Um, started my master's in library and information science at the University of Alabama. So roll tide, roll tide, roll tide. Um, and then I graduated in August 2013. Um, during that time, worked at the Augie Library for a little bit, and then made my way over to the public library at Siouxland Libraries. And I've been here for the past five plus years now. Um, So while here, my favorite things to do, I love doing story time for little kids. Uh, I do story time for babies all the way up to age five. I do programming for teens and adults. Um, I help found the monthly trivia night that we do at Monks um, and also a young adult book club for adults who like to read teen teen books. That would be me. Yeah, guilty as charged. Favorite books, and then when I'm not at the library, I'm a big runner, so you'll find me running around town, um, and also snuggling my dog, who's a pug. Her name is Ollie. She could not be here today. I'm very sorry. She'd just be snorting into the microphone nonstop. (laughs) We have to sanitize it. 
Great. Well, uh, first of all, uh, the question of the day is, can Augie students, faculty, staff, access the services at Sealand? And if so, how do they go about that? Absolutely. Um, as long as you live inside uh, the Sioux Falls city limits or Minnehaha County, you're able to get a regular library card with us. Um, if you happen to be outside of the city limits or outside of Minnehaha County, you would have to pay for a non-resident card, which is um, a fee for a year, and it um, is everyone in your entire household. But as long as you live here, including on campus, um, that totally works for a library card with us. Excellent. So would students have to bring some sort of proof of campus address? Yep. So we ask that you bring in a photo ID. So school ID does not give us enough information. So a uh, government-issued photo ID along with a recent piece of mail um, that has your current address on it. If you absolutely don't have a piece of mail, we can mail something out to you. It just takes a little bit longer to get the process going. Excellent. So how many branches of Siouxland libraries are there? And uh, a million? A million. <laughs> a million. <laughs> yes. So there are five locations in town. We have the downtown branch, Ronning on the east side, kind of the southeast side. We have Oakview more on the northeast side. Um, Cayley is kind of south central. And then Prairie West is our newest branch way on the west side of town. Um, and then we have like six other rural locations that surround Siouxland, including a bookmobile that is mobile, obviously. So, yeah. Great. So probably the closest branch to Augustana, I'm guessing, would be the main branch. Yeah, downtown and Cayley are probably, it's pretty much smack dab. Cayley is kind of right by the mall. Yeah. Over in that yep. area. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And what are the, what are your typical hours? You bet. Sealand. So we are open seven days a week unless there is a major holiday. Monday through Thursday is 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday is 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, we're open from 10 to 5 p.m. and Sunday from 1 to 5. And that is impossible to remember. So if you go to our website, we have it all listed on there. Our website is um, newly revamped, so it's a really great resource for all of the things that are impossible to remember. And there's also an app, which is yes. my main way of keeping up with all Super things handy. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So yeah, speaking of apps, I really like to uh, use like Hoopla and Cloud Library. Can you tell us about about those digital resources? You bet. Um, so I think Siouxland Libraries has done a really great job of making ourselves really relevant and current in the public library world. Um, so we understand that not everyone a wants to come into the physical library, which makes me sad, um, or B, can't come into the library. So we have tons of downloadable options for our customers. We have um, downloadable books that can be accessed on Cloud Library. We have audiobooks that you can download to your device, which can be on Hoopla, Cloud Library, and RB Digital. You can also do full magazines that you never have to return. You can just keep on your device until you're, you get that little nasty warning that you're out of space on your device. Um, that's through RB Digital as well. Hoopla is really awesome. You can download books, you can download audiobooks, movies, and TV shows, full music albums. Um, and the cool thing about Hoopla is um, you don't have to wait for someone to return the item digitally so we could all have the same CD checked out. So some of those CDs that have 40 holds on them, you can get right away on your device. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but for those who do want to go visit the library, you guys have a big collection of popular fiction, nonfiction, all sorts of materials, DVDs, CDs, audiobooks. I could go on and on and on. So are there, um, what are the specific like checkout times for those items? How long can you, if you wanted to go check out a book or a DVD? Yeah. So most materials check out for three weeks. Um, we do have a system where you can renew things up to three times as long as no one is waiting for it. Um, we recently implemented an automatic renewal process. So if no one's waiting for it, we automatically renew it for you. So you could have something up to nine weeks, which is awesome. Um, the bummer is if you don't watch that, sometimes you get late fees, so you can't assume everything gets renewed. So standard, most things, three weeks. Um, DVDs or movies, those check out for one week, and then our new release ones check out for three days. So I always tell people when they get movies just to make sure you really keep an eye on the due dates because it's a little bit shorter time frame. So you mentioned that you co-founded Trivia, which is mm -hmm. amazing. And I know there are all sorts of other types of programs and stuff that the library does. So tell us a little bit about that. You bet. I had to make notes for this because we have lots of fun things <laughs> so going on. Um, so my favorite thing at the library is um, events and programs because I really think it's fun to um, bring in different groups of people that have common interests. Um, and it just gives them a really good inviting way to see the library. So it's something I'm super passionate about. Um, we recently... Um, founded a subgroup of programming for adults called Next Level. The logo is super cool. Um, it's kind of for that 20 to 30 um, year old age group. So, you know, we still have programming for any adult 18 and over, but this is kind of that strategic programming for um, that group that maybe does spend a lot of their library time on their phone. We still want them to remember that, you know, we have a physical space so that they can come in and connect. So keep a lookout for different posters that have that funky next level um, logo on it. Definitely, I think that would um, really interest the college students. Um, that's typically what I like to go to. It's kind of the fun stuff going on. Um, so some upcoming things that we have at the library. Um, on Monday, March 12th from 1.30 to 3, there's going to be an ancestry library course where you can learn all about your heritage. You know, genealogy is always something that's super cool and exciting um, with everyone doing these like genetics tests and mm -hmm. stuff. This is kind of a fun way to trace things back a little bit more. Um, some people don't know that you can use Ancestry Library for free at our um, libraries, so that's kind of a cool introduction to that. Another thing we have going on is One Book Siouxland, um, which is a book discussion that is citywide, so we're really trying to encourage every single person to read the same book. And the book is A Man Called Uwe, and I'm probably saying that wrong because I've heard it 30 different ways, but that's the way I'm going with. Uh, so there's going to be book discussions all across town. There is going to be a huge event downtown um, in April, I believe, at Icon. Um, in addition to that, we have tons of book clubs. Um, Next Level Book Club is launching that's going to be the first Wednesday of each month at Remedy. So if you want to get a book for that, you could call the downtown library, which is 367-8720. We mentioned Trivia Night. So Trivia Night is always going to be the third Tuesday of each month at 6 p.m. And that is at Monk's. 
you don't have to be 21 to attend the event, but of course to order any sort of alcoholic beverages, you would need to be over the age of 21. We also have a bullet journaling workshop at the Cayley Library, which is Monday, March 26th from 7 to 8.30. Looks like they're going to have a monthly series going, so if you're into hashtag, what is it, Bujo, with their, or do you bullet journal? Uh, I don't, but I, every time I see it, I think, oh, I wish I did this. That sounds like so something awesome. I start and then yeah. immediately stop doing, yeah. but I think it's super cool. Um, vinyl Care and Crafting is going to be at Total Drag, which is Wednesday, March 28th from 6 to 7, and then we'll have another sustainability series at the Downtown Library. Um, the first one is Thursday, April 5th from 6 to 7.30. Last year they did this sustainability series. They did a really cool rain barrel um, thing one of the weeks. They did, if you wanted to be like a chicken farmer, how you'd go about doing that in town, um, like a beginner's gardening class, some, some really cool kind of stuff that you might not expect yeah. in Sioux Falls. That's Sounds amazing. Fun. Yeah. There's so many variety of options. That's great. Yes, and all the information can be found under the events tab on our website. You can register if you if you forget what dates and times and things like that. Or for more information, you can always give us a call. Great. So thank you for being on the show tonight. It was a pleasure having you on. It's great. All sorts of information that we can take and use. And there's so many good resources and events and things that Sealand offers. It's wonderful that we're able to share. You bet. Come and visit me at the Ronning Library if you ever need a book recommendation or need some help. Will do. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Are you looking for something to read? The librarians are experts at connecting readers with books. In the library world, we like to call this Reader's Advisory. Every person has a different genre and type of book that they like to read, so we wanted to let you in on some resources to help you with the all-important decision of what to read next. First of all, we're going to talk about Goodreads, which can be found at goodreads.com. It's owned by Amazon and is like social network for reading. It allows individuals to connect with friends and see what they're reading and read reviews they've written of books that they've read. And you can sign up and get a free account of your own to make lists of books that you've read, books that you want to read. You can add reviews. And it also allows you to take part in Goodreads surveys, polls, discussions, and my favorite, book trivia. I have a Goodreads uh, challenge this year of reading 30 books, and I'm, I have only up to four right now. So I've got a ways to go. Goodreads definitely helps with keeping you accountable in your book reading endeavors. Um, what Should I Read Next um, is actually a website, whatshouldireadnext.com. Um, if you have a book that you really, really enjoyed, you can type it into their search box, and then the, the index in the website will generate a list of books that are similar, that might be of interest to you. Um, and next to each entry, you can you can actually click on the link and purchase it. I believe that's through Amazon, too. Um, so I typed in, um, for example, The Boys in the Boat by Daniel James Brown. Excellent book. Yes, and I received over 20 results for books that are about similar subjects or genres or historical stories. So um, it's a very, very good resource to use. So I recommend that 
for sure. It's a great resource to help you find authors that you've never heard of before. Another database is from the Kent District Library, which is a library in Michigan, in Kent County. Um, and they have a database called What's Next. So you can actually Google it and find KDL, What's Next database. And it's basically, if you've ever had the problem, like me, where you're in the middle of a series and you don't know which book comes next, this is the answer to your problem. You can search by authors, last name, first name, series, book title, and it'll help you find the books in order that they were written for the series. So another great resource if you're trying to find out what's next. I always have that issue with trying to, to figure out which book goes where in a series because I definitely don't want to start with book number three, right? Exactly. So I wanted to let you know about the Mickelson Library's Ole's Oasis Collection. This collection is located just outside of the library classroom on the main level. Uh, we keep Ole's Oasis updated with the latest bestsellers in both fiction and nonfiction. Uh, think of it as a mixture of the New York Times bestsellers list and Amazon bestsellers list. Um, if you're looking for a book to read, this is an excellent place to start. And we now have a young adult collection downstairs on the first floor of the library. Um, so the YA collection, um, it's more of books that were written for uh, teen audiences, but a lot more adults and um, young adults are reading them nowadays because they're a lot of fun. So you'll find Harry Potter there as well as some Mary Lou books and um, the Legend series and Allegiant uh, and pretty much anything that's popular right now that's being made into a movie, you'll find it down there in the YA section. You can find information about the podcast and links to websites we mentioned, as well as others, on the Mickelson Library's website at library.augie.edu. Thanks for joining us for our inaugural episode of Mick, Mick at, at Night. Night. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And learned something new. So stay tuned for episode two. And remember, just like Hermione in Harry Potter, when in doubt... Go, Go to, to the, the library. library.